Well, Rebecca here talking all things health and fitness with Core Fitness and Performance, a functional fitness gym located in Newport, Minnesota. 86% of women are having children. Only 15% of them meet the exercise guidelines of 60 to 150 minutes per week. If this many women are getting pregnant, why are we treating them fragile? We need to switch the narrative and show how strong and powerful a woman is when she's pregnant and how much her body is capable of. You'll hear Nicole say in this episode that delivery is the biggest workout of your life. Why wouldn't we wanna prepare somebody for that? CrossFit is not for everybody, but it can be for anybody. If your doctor tells you that you shouldn't be lifting, you need to be able to advocate for yourself and genuinely, genuinely ask them why. Give this podcast with Nicole and Catherine a listen and hear about their pregnancy journeys. I have with me Catherine. Catherine. The welcome wagon. Yes. Just kidding. And Charlotte. Catherine and Charlotte. Little Charlotte. And then we also have Nicole and Axel, who you've already heard. Yep. (laughs) And we might have Maverick pop in. We'll see. Um, Catherine and Nicole are, I'm going to let you guys talk a little bit about how long you've been doing CrossFit, um, your journey, um, but you guys are both, I was going to say new moms. Mm -hmm. Oh, Axel did want to be on the podcast. I asked Maverick and he wasn't sure, but... Axel decided, yes, he wants to be on it. Um, is I was going to say new moms, but you, you're, is that right? I mean, you're not really a new mom. You already were a mom. Yeah, I'm a third-time third mom, time I mom. guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old and now a three-month-old. And you guys were just talking, they were born, what, just two, not even two weeks apart, a week apart? January 10th for Axel and January 16th for okay. Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. So six days, yeah, not even a week. Right? Yeah. It's crazy. That's cool. Oh, God. Oh, see, Charlotte wants to make herself known, too. So I've been doing CrossFit since, gosh, 2015, like the summer of 2015. And this is now, I think we're on like our fourth gym, maybe. Okay. But, um... Yes, I found, I've been at CORE since February of 2021, I can't remember, 21 I think it was, yeah, February 21. And I have not, I'm still, I consider myself a newbie to CrossFit. I started just about a year and a half ago at CORE, and um, even when I was going, because I'm a busy mom and tired all the time, I wasn't as regular as I wanted to be, so... I usually only would go like one to three times a week Um, and yeah so I had I had only been going for about 10 months before getting pregnant this time around and it was I I don't know if you want me to go into the differences but with my first two I didn't exercise at all I've always been an active person I do a lot of work outdoors and like gardening um but this time it was the first pregnancy that I was actually intentional about exercising and being part of the gym and could really tell a difference with a number of things but um just being like part of that community I think was huge for me like mentally um I mean there were a lot of obvious physical benefits to it as well but having that like support 
uh, and feeling like I'm doing something for myself so I can take better care of my own family was, was really beneficial. Um, but then also, you know, feeling strong and <laughs> even late into pregnancy, like having I, I, a lot of our workouts or I think are a lot of squat focused movements, you know, and I found that that is really helpful in motherhood because you're always bending over, picking things up off the floor or, you know, I have my toddler running around and <laughs> just being able to bend and lift him up while being like seven, eight months pregnant and, and not struggle with that was huge, yeah. you know? <laughs> And not getting out of breath, like it was in the middle of winter, and we would we were still going sledding and like carrying my toddler up the hill while pregnant. That's <laughs> having good, like I don't know, just being really aware of like my balance and my breathing and just having strong legs and arms. I, it goes a long ways That's in so motherhood cool. with just the everyday activities. The the mental thing um, that you mentioned, I think that gets overlooked so much because CrossFit is fitness, right? It is very physical. And a lot of people have a lot, a lot of physical changes, like you mentioned, getting stronger. And, but I think that mental aspect mm -hmm. is so big and so many people feel that so strongly. Mm -hmm. and, and it just, I, I think until you experience that, you don't realize what a big part that is to um, I also wanted to talk about two things came to my mind. I think you did some pictures with Lexi, helping yes. her where you were um, lifting a kettlebell and then lifting Charlotte up yes. off the ground. Some of that stuff, showing the similarities of where lifting and staying active as you're pregnant can, can uh, what's the right word? I was going to say convert, but that's not the right word. But like how it can help prepare you yes. for some of those same movements with your with your baby. I was just thinking for you, um, people can get, I think people can get nervous about lifting or working out when you're pregnant and be worried about that potentially being dangerous, right? Mm -hmm. But let's go back to what you said about, you have two kids yeah. already and you were pregnant it's not like you can say for nine months, sorry kids, I can't pick you up off the ground because I'm right. pregnant, right? Like real life is you have to be able to move some weight, right? And get for down sure. and get up and... Yeah, yeah, you can't stop <laughs> just because you're <laughs> pregnant. And so this helped. And it gave me the confidence too, where I, I was like, yeah, I'm strong. Like I can pick you up, you know? And <laughs> not have to worry I guess as much um and I, yeah not just picking him up catching like he loves to jump yeah. on me too <laughs> and all sorts of uh awkward movements but <laughs> having I think you know just a strong core and um that was another thing I was surprised by actually post soon postpartum with this baby was having just feeling like my abs were back already mm. even though at my six week checkup they said I I still had about like a two finger separation between my abs which I'm like 
still doing some physical therapy for. But um, I, I just remember after my second baby um, having to sit up, you know, I I'd sit up in the middle of the night to nurse in bed and I like always had to push myself up, right? Mm-hmm. I couldn't just sit, right? Because your abs are just gone. Right. Um, but within like a week or two, I was like, wow, I can do this already? Like, that's crazy. Because I feel like with my second, it took months before yeah. I was at that point. So that recovery was a big difference that I noticed as well. Awesome. Catherine, will you tell us a little bit about your, you told us a little bit about your CrossFit journey. Will you tell us a little bit about your journey to become a mom for the first time? Oh, yes. Yes. It was quite, quite the journey. So we, let's see, we started trying, I want to say in like 2021 of some, some month. I can't remember when it was, but, um, we know it's, it's, it was hard because we knew there was a problem, but a lot of infertility clinics don't let you start going there until you've tried for a year or 15 months, whatever it was. So finally, when we realized we could, okay, there's issues here, whatever. So we went to our infertility clinic and we got, we became patients and um, they kind of went through all these, you know, diagnostic tests and procedures, labs and everything kind of came back normal. So. Um, we pretty much just had to figure out, okay, do we want to do, we got the options either IUI or IVF. So IUI, for people who don't know, it's intrauterine insemination and IVF is in vitro um, fertilization, which I think a lot of people know IVF more than IUI. So, so with our diagnosis, we got, we were lucky enough that we could decide on two options instead of just going straight to IVF. And we thought, okay, let's just try IUI. Um, you know, we, they gave us an eight to 10% chance of it to work. Um, cause we, they just thought IVF, there's more research with, I mean, people do IVF all the time. You just don't hear much about IUI. So they said, yeah, eight to 10%, um, you know, to kind of figure out when your next cycle is and go from there. So we were like, well, we knew if we didn't try, we both would regret not trying it, knowing that we had both options. So tried the IUI, um, did this procedure. Um, it was more simple than I thought it would be. Like I was in the clinic for 30 minutes, 30, 45 minutes, and they did this. And then I had to wait two weeks for a, bl- for a blood test. So, you know, I wasn't able to any take any pregnancy tests because we knew I didn't get that shock and joy of a pregnancy test, but that's okay. <laughs> um, it's totally fine. But uh, so then two weeks later, I went in for a blood test and they said it just had to be over five and I was 221. <laughs> so... When I got the call, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I remember going down to the basement, Spencer was working, and I just said it worked, and here I am crying. <laughs> but I was like, I just, I just, I can't believe it. Um, and then two days later, I had to go in for another blood work to make sure it was it was doubling. And then at that point, I think it was like 600. So then I freaked out because I thought I was having twins. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> um so yeah, so then we got pregnant that way, um, and it's just still unbelievable to know that only an eight to ten percent chance. Yeah. But here we are, and it was just unbelievable that we went through all that to to, to get pregnant. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Such a small percent. Right. And here she is. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so cool. Yes. So were yes. you? Um, were either of you nervous to, I mean, you've been pregnant twice, went through, um, 
you said you weren't working out. Now this time you are. You've been working out for years. Were either of you nervous or like concerned or how did you handle that transition when you found out? I think for me, <laughs> like I would, because of the IUI, they, because of the IUI procedure and I was on a lot of like hormonal medications to stimulate things and to produce eggs and all that kind of stuff. I, ha I could not work out for like, I think it was six weeks. So I know I didn't come to the gym and I know people were wondering where I was and but try to make up some some excuses sometimes. But anyway, um, I so I, I could not work out at all for six weeks because of the in what they did, all the medications I was on. And then finally, after they like checked me and did an ultrasound and stuff, I was able to work out. But I after that point, I guess. The whole like, you know, make sure your heart rate's under 140 and do this. And I mean, that's such old school. Like, so, and I remember asking the nurses, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, don't do this. And they're like, I could do walking and light yoga. And I'm like, you don't know what I, it's like, that's not even going to work for me. Like I can't, but for those first six weeks, like I had to, like they said, cause I could get, it's called ovarian torsion is what it's called. And if you do way more than what you could, your ovary, like something could like, turn on themselves or something. That's so why I know I for sure can do it then. But after that, I mean, I wasn't really, I don't know. I just felt like my body would compensate. And I just felt like, I just, they just said, I mean, my, I remember my OB telling me, just listen to your body. Don't worry about going over the 140 for your heart rate. Like, I mean, you're smart. You've been doing, it's not like you just started CrossFit mm -hmm. a week ago, five months ago. Like you've been doing this for years. So I didn't really, you know, have any issue with that I mean I I think I even stopped using a barbell probably when I was like 32 weeks pregnant I was using it was totally fine Mom. Hi, Mom. Hi. Hi, Maverick <laughs> hello Mav what's you up bud join us I'm what you want to sit next to me there's another baby here that's Charlotte <laughs> she fell asleep too just like your brother <laughs> So you were saying you used the barbell up until, and then you stopped because your belly, belly was in the way. Correct. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I just felt like the, the, the path probably wouldn't, it wasn't not going well. Yeah. <laughs> and at that point I was like, I mean, I think throughout my whole pregnancy, I would say up through 32, 33 weeks, I was feeling great. Like, I don't know if it was because of CrossFit. I don't know if it was, be, I mean, I think I, my energy level, I mean, Granted, the first semester or first trimester, I got very sick. Like I was hospitalized. I mean, only for like four hours. It was just I had to go in for some IV fluids oh, and stuff. But me, I mean, I was throwing up all that fun stuff. But memory. then second trimester, I had like this burst of energy, like they say you do. And then that third trimester was just like, ugh, exhaust, exhaustion. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I can't remember modifying. I just modified maybe weight a couple. You know, just make sure you know the barbell wasn't too heavy. But yeah, I never, like I said, I felt like I never thought I couldn't do something that I shouldn't be, you know, until, and throughout until like that last end of my pregnancy, probably. Did you keep working up until the, working out up yes. until the end? So I, I, my last workout was on a Thursday with Lexi. I remember at that point I was pretty much, I was RX or I was modifying everything that workout if I remember correctly. The only thing I RX was the bike, unfortunately, which was <laughs> fine. It was just some I can't remember it was it was not like a go as hard as you can kind of workout, but 
I, I did the bike and then um, then Charlotte was born on that following Monday. So oh, yeah. five, five days later she was born. So yeah, so I worked out all the way through. Yeah. I mean, and I felt like for me, coming to the gym and working out made me feel normal. Like it was my hour that yes, I'm still pregnant and I'm growing this human being inside me, but I want to go to the gym to feel like I can still, it was more, I don't know, it was more like a challenge to myself that I can still do the things that I have been doing while also having a baby inside of me. And I think a lot of that is probably physical, but also that back to that mental aspect, yes. right? Like you, it's so important for you to take care of you. And I Correct. think as moms, that can be so hard. We're so busy of taking care of everybody else. Mm -hmm. It can be so hard to remember to take care of ourselves. Right. So to start out motherhood that way, yes. and feeling that, mm -hmm. knowing that, how how important that is for you so that you can be the best mom to her Correct. because yes. you're taking care of yourself right. first. I mean, the people that said, oh my gosh, you're still working out. I can't believe it. I'm like, well, what's the alternative? Yeah. Sitting on my couch? I heard the stories of people, you know, that they gain all this weight, which unfortunately it happens. I get it. But I knew going in it, my goal was that I just didn't want to have to, I don't I just want, I don't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah. I didn't want to have all this swelling and edema and, you know, postpartum complications. So my goal, like I said, from the start was to be as active and as physically fit as I possibly can be. Catherine has a long history of CrossFit. You were new to CrossFit. Yeah. Catherine was her first pregnancy. This is your third. So very different experiences for both of you, even though you were going through it at the exact same time, right? Yeah. Um, so you being new to CrossFit, being pregnant for the third time, how did, how did you feel about that? Or did you feel um, nervous at all to keep going? Tell us a little bit about that. Um, I've I wasn't nervous at all because I, I mean, I felt like I was just starting to get into the rhythm of my CrossFit journey and I was excited to keep it going. Um, and kind of just like Catherine said, it, it was my little piece of normal. Like I, I just felt like myself still through it all, which is really nice. Um, but also I, I've always given birth at a birth center and with midwives and I think maybe I don't know if they just have a slightly different outlook but they told me they were really really supportive and said since you've already been doing it for 10 months um, they really strongly encouraged me to keep going and stay as active as possible and they would say basically in every appointment like the more strong you are now, the easier it'll be in the long run. That's um, awesome. So I always felt really, really supported by my medical professionals, which was great. Because, um, yeah, sometimes outside of that, there would be a few people or friends here and there that would be like, what? My mom especially was so worried every time she saw me lifting things. And it's like, mom, come on. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, can be a little strange for people, yes. but again, back to like how much did Maverick weigh? It, w it wouldn't right. have been strange for anybody to see you pick him up, right? right? And he was like thirty-two pounds, yeah, at the time. So, um, yeah, that I think that was great. They they did say like you know I wouldn't recommend 
you starting CrossFit mm -hmm. right now if you hadn't done it before, but since I was already doing it, um, they, they said, keep, keep on going and just listen to your body. Um, my midwife shared this great like key or table with me that had, um, cause she actually did CrossFit herself actually, oh, awesome. like, um, that had a lot of great suggestions for alternate movements. So mm -hmm. I shared that with my coaches. Um, but I, I think too, like you, Becca and all the other coaches at KFP are so knowledgeable. Um, I, I felt like I could really trust you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, and you always had really great suggestions on alternate movements to do. And we're very mindful, like, you know, every, every workout, so the coach would always come up to me after explaining the whole thing and be like, okay, for you, we're going to try this, you know? Yes. And it, it, I guess maybe at first I was nervous about that aspect because I don't like people looking at me um, or like having that much attention yeah. on me. I thought oh, everyone's going to be watching the pregnant girl in the gym, but... <laughs> Um, it actually became really comforting uh, towards the end, and I was just happy to know that, well, they, they really care about me, you know, mm -hmm. and they're, they're putting a lot of thought into these movements that I'm doing. Did you keep going all the way? Yeah, I think to... my last workout was at 36 weeks. I think 38. Might have been 38 weeks, actually. Okay. But... Then those last two weeks, my back was tired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting to the end. Did you have the same experience with the barbell? Yes. Yeah, the belly yeah. just got in the way eventually. and Yep. Yeah, so then you'd go dumbbells? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was a great alternate movement, for sure. It was. Like, it yeah. didn't feel like, oh, I can't, you know, this is bad, I have to do it this way. Like, you still got the, what you need to get out of it. Yep. Like, yeah. So... A couple of things. You two went through this. Different stories, same time. There were a few other people in the gym also who were mm -hmm. going through at similar time, right? Um, I don't know if I ever heard either of you say this, but I have had people say this to me before, um, frustrated that they can't do what they could do before. Um, and I always say, um, you're growing a human inside of your body. Like, you that, that is hard work. <laughs> yes. And I think we take that for granted. Right not only are you growing a human inside your body, you're working mm -hmm. and you're showing up here and moving your body for, to be strong Correct. for your mental health. Like you got to give yourself a little bit of grace here if you can't do everything right. that you didn't used to be able to do. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about was, you kind of mentioned the options, right? The options of different exercises or how to do it a little bit different or how to what to think about maybe even different during the same movement we do that during pregnancy but what about somebody who isn't pregnant but is injured or somebody mm -hmm. who is um has some weight to lose or somebody who has limited mobility right they may be feeling they're not pregnant but they may be feeling some of those same things and it's the same right Every person in the gym has a unique situation and that is what's so cool about CrossFit is the workout can be scaled, modified, adapted to each individual no matter what they have going on. 
it's going to be different for everybody just like your crossfit pregnancy journey was different than your crossfit mm -hmm. pregnancy journey right yeah yes. and to your point i was going to say too like remember brayden like his he said that i made his job very hard because i was one to not modify workouts at all <laughs> like i had to rx everything and and that's just me being too hard on myself and wanting to be this perfectionist all the time that's just how i am but anyway but he said that was, I made his job very hard. Um, <laughs> but looking back at it though, like I'm glad I listened, like you just have to listen to your body. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, then uh, to what your point is growing a human, like that becomes way more important than RXing a workout. <laughs> and I find, and I feel like now my, my mindset has changed when I have to, like now that I'm, now that I'm not pregnant anymore, I have Charlotte, she's in front of me. If I have to modify a workout, I don't get so upset with myself that I have to do that. Like that's a huge growth like for me, like a huge change for me. Like I'm not this perfectionist all the time now. I just I mean if I have to modify, I modify. I don't get mad at myself. I it's just something that I had to change and having her had made that happen for me. So that was great. <laughs> and that's awesome. And you yes. still we're back in the gym right away. Yes. You still are RXing some of the workouts. Yes. And that's yes. very different than than other people, right? Everybody's different is everybody's journey is different. Right. And both of you have said it at least once. Listen to your body, mm -hmm. right? I have to listen to your body. And yes. that is so important yes. because this is your body that's mm -hmm. doing this. So it is really important to be in touch with that. And I think the more you do not just CrossFit, but something physical like that, the more in touch you do become right. with your body. And you you can feel pain and, and you can be sore, and but you kind of know if something's a little bit different than that normal, uncomfortable or normal soreness, right? You right. get to be kind of in touch, mm -hmm. in touch with your body. Um, but I do think that is really important for everybody mm -hmm. to listen to your yes. body, right? I mean, that's probably what my OB, that was the biggest thing she said was just listen. I mean, yes, your heart rate can go over one, like that's, that's so <laughs> frustrating how they still think that you have to stay under one point. I remember going for a 200 meter jog as a warm up, and I looked at my watch and it was, my heart rate was 170. Like, wow, I can't even do that. Like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. But then I remember that was like, then when I got to that first OB appointment, she was like, no, that is just old news. Don't research, like, don't listen to that at all. Like just, she said for me to stay in a aerobic phase. I think that's what she said. Like something where you can still talk and have a conversation, but not be like heavily breathing and panting yeah. and like, you know, on the floor dying practically. This is why we are all, so. always coming over to you guys to see how you're doing. Yes. Make sure yes. you could still talk yes, to us. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. And I can make, I remember Brandon said I should say like, I have to go to Dairy Queen and get ice cream. I think I had to <laughs> repeat that all the time during my workouts. He told me to say that. <laughs> And it, I mean, it helped. It really helped to make, and it was a more confidence booster for me too, knowing, hey, I just did this CrossFit workout. Nothing happened. I'm okay. Like, I was yeah. able to breathe. I'm not dying. I mean, you know, I'm growing this human inside of me, and I'm, I can still do what I want to do. You know, have that hour of me time. <laughs> yeah. So that helps. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, my midwife would always joke that labor and giving birth is, like, your, the biggest workout of your mm -hmm. life. So yes. <laughs> you can do good workouts leading up to that Correct. and be like the strongest self that you can be. Mm -hmm. Like you're really setting yourself up for success. Correct. And I believe that wholeheartedly after going through th three unmedicated births now. Wow. Awesome. Um, and yeah, I, 
this this was my shortest flavor. I don't know if that was just because it was my third too, maybe a coincidence, but it definitely felt the smoothest, easiest, and um, I, my breathing actually, I don't know, Becca, you helped me in those last couple months of pregnancy with doing my lifts and being, <laughs> oh, thank you, Maverick, uh, being aware of my breath and like yoga helps immensely with that too mm -hmm. but I never thought I could practice breathing in CrossFit you know and and aware of my pelvic floor while doing some of those big lifts um, and breathing through it and I just that actually helped me during labor too and like pushing during yeah. the, the actual birth so that was kind of interesting to note I guess I thought this time around too You've never, you have nothing to compare it to, but do you, right. how do you, do you have any experience like that when you were um, in labor? Um, Why is this so I've, I've given birth four times and apparently it's hard for me to come up with the right words about <laughs> No, it's right. When no, you were it, having Charlotte come out of your body. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> she was getting, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm she sure you weren't thinking about CrossFit in that moment. Right, right. I mean, one of the my one of my labor nurses did say, like, do you want it? Because she got stuck in my pelvis. And so there was a point during my labor where I, I mean, I was like, I think they call it like that tra transition phase when you're like almost ready to push. But she was stuck, and I, I mean, I, w I was giving up. I, w I told her, I was like, I think I need an epidural. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I, I'm like, this is, something's wrong. And she had said, let's try to get to a squat position. I was like, and I, I remember thinking, I'm like, man, I did think, I mean, there was a very small little minute of time where I was like, this is kind of like CrossFit. Like, you know, and, and then I told her, I was like, well, and then I said, I, I remember saying, well, I can't squat. Mommy. Ask my CrossFit coaches because my knees don't go out and my Mommy. knees go in. And Mommy. I said, I don't know what's going to work. And then she wanted Mommy. me to do a lunge, like oh. like a, a lunge of some sort. And I, I said, I can't. We were trying all these different positions. And nothing worked for me besides birthing on my hands and knees. I mean, or trying to just to like push, like push and be on my hands and knees. Like they tried other positions. But... I just, I couldn't do a sideline. I mean, like I said, she wanted me to do this lunging in the bed, and I just, I couldn't. I was like, oh, this is like lunging in CrossFit. I was like, <laughs> I need some kettlebells and do a little farmer care or something with the lunge. You do, so. though, I know you say jokingly, ask my coaches, you can squat, so don't don't sell yourself short there. <laughs> um, but it is, that is super interesting. I haven't heard that part of your story before. Yeah. Um, but I wonder, like, you are you are tight right your your hamstrings your yes. backside is tight yeah so i wonder if it's sort of fascinating that then getting in your on your hands and your knees was probably a position that allowed some of your natural tightness to Correct. loosen up a little bit yes and let that pelvis move a little bit more Correct. differently to yes. let her get in a good position because you always as long as i've known you you've been your hamstrings are tight. Your backside <laughs> yeah. is tight. You're not super mobile back there, Can't which <laughs> impacts your pelvis, Correct. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's so. why I thought when I heard that she was stuck, my immediate thought was, oh my God, I'm going to have to have a C-section because I can't get her out. Like I, I, I was starting to freak out. And then that's when she was like, try these other positions. But my contractions were so painful. I couldn't even like turn to get, I mean, just the hands and knees was the most comfortable for whatever reason. How did you figure that out? 
Just be- trying different things? Yes, I think, like, I, I just felt like I could get through them better by rocking. I was, like, on this peanut ball, and I was, like, rocking back and forth in the bed. And then when I tried to turn on the, on my side, it just immediately felt not comfortable at all. I mean, I, I, I delivered her on my back. I delivered her normally, as you see in the movies and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, like, to, getting to that point... I mean, because, you know, they, they, a lot of people walk around or they squat or something. But I tried, I just, for some reason, that was the only position that I felt I could breathe comfortably through those contractions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And yeah. I I did birth Axel in the squatting position. Oh, did you? Yeah, he was a water birth. Oh, um, cool. And uh, I remember with, with Hazel, I also was squatting um, at the bedside and... My legs, my knees were just shaking because they were so tired and I had been pushing for like an hour with her. It was long. Um, but this time around, it was like so much easier. And I, maybe because I was in the tub too, the water I think helped a lot. But um, yeah, I would alternate with one leg up or one leg down and then switch the sides. So it was kind of like a lunge slash squat. Um, and I think alternating, that was a suggestion that my doula had, and I, I think that helped work him down quicker than my other babies. But yeah, it's fun to, I, I love birth stories yeah. and talking birth, so it's always fun to hear the different positions because I think they really make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I probably, I could have birth there on my hands and knees. I could mm-hmm. have, but they said that's a complete normal. I mean, yeah. that's what people do back, I don't know, in the old, like, civilization, old civilization. <laughs> they said you, you're on your hands and knees and you birth her like that. I mean, that's a completely normal yeah. position. But I don't know, I can't remember. My birth was so fast. My labor was so quick. I Sometimes it's a blur thinking back to it. But I don't know why I flipped over and I was able to push her out and I think that's that's just how it happened. But I mean that it was I could see myself delivering that way if, if I had to. Yeah. Because it just I know I was rocking back and it was, yeah. it was good for me. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's yes. about listening to your body, right? Right. Exactly how that happens. Yeah. Yes. Everybody's yes. a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very true. And probably even all three of yours were different, right? Yeah. And you had to find what what worked for you in that moment. Yeah, for sure. Yep. <clears throat> when you did the um when you did those the photo shoot in air quotes when you did those pictures for Lexi, oh, for Lexi yes, yes um will you tell us a little bit about that and like well I thought well Lexi reached out to me and just asked about this presentation she had to do about how like more so like with pelvic floor um and like how things are similar in CrossFit versus similar in pregnancy and like what movements are similar what can you learn from doing this movement to, you know, correlating with now that you're carrying a child? And so I went to the gym and then um, we did a lot of things with like kettlebells, barbells, even burpees actually, which is kind of interesting. But um, it was very, it was kind of like very, I don't know, it, it like opened up my mind to how fundamental those movements are in CrossFit that you can compare to just getting down on the floor and playing with your baby. I mean, it's, and even carrying the car seat. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I haven't had any back pain, which is awesome. I, mean, I know she gets bigger and all this baby stuff gets heavier and heavier. But, I mean, it was very cool to see that that comparison of, okay, you're picking up a kettlebell this way. This is exactly how you pick up a car seat. Or you go up and do, like, you know, 
I, not a box, you just like you step up on a box. And it's the same thing as if you're like stepping up to, you know, put something away or what not, or reaching for something kind of thing. But um, that was very interesting to see those similarities and know that, okay, I did these movements in pregnancy and even postpartum and my body is totally fine. Like, it's not like I have all these pains I have to go, you know, to the doctor for or something like that. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. That was really enlightening, I guess. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yes, yes, yeah. I, know. I always, whenever we do the farmer's carry mm -hmm. at the gym, I'm always picturing myself carrying the <laughs> car seat. Car seat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> the, throughout my whole entire pregnancy, especially, with, I don't know if Nicole, if you felt this with your first, but like a lot of people told me, oh, Catherine, you're going to have to be induced. You're going to go late. This is your first. Like you're going to have so much swelling. You're going to get pre -eclamped. I mean, it wasn't like people were telling me that, but as, a, as with your first, there's all these things that get said to you, mm. you know, and especially the whole, oh, you're working out. I can't believe you're just not sitting on the couch kind of thing. But I was, I was fearful that I was going to get all this stuff. Like, you know, have high blood pressure and, you know, all, all these little things that just get there in the back of your head, especially when it's your first, because you don't know what's happening to your body. So when I went into labor like 15 days early, I was freaking out because like, you know, I'm like, wait, it's Martin Luther King Day, it's January 16th, like she's not due until the 31st, like we don't even know how to work a car seat yet, like this is crazy. But then, I, I don't know, and like I said, I was a blur because I didn't realize it, my labor lasted a grand total of like four hours and 45 minutes from wow. the start to the end. Wow. I mean, I woke up. That's quick. Yes. And like, I was expecting to be 24 hours, you know, 48 hours in the hospital of just waiting to be dilated. I mean, I woke up feeling like I had all this pressure and I'm like, this is just strange. And I went back to bed, it happened again, 15 minutes later. And then, you know, then all of a sudden I felt something go down my leg and I'm like, this is not urine. Like, what is this? <laughs> and I woke Spencer up and I was like, I think I'm in labor. I don't know what this is. And then it went to my back, and that's when I called the on-call. And then they said, you know, do you want to be checked? And I said, yes. And, you know, so we got, to, we got to John's. Well, I get there, and then, you know, I have no idea how far along I am. Like, I, I've never, I was never checked, because starting at 36 weeks, you can start being, like, have cervical checks. But I knew because of the person I am, if I would have been checked, that number would have been, like, in the back of my head all the time. And I just kind of wanted it to happen naturally. I didn't want, you know, to, for people to go in there if they didn't have to. Um, and this whole entire time I wanted a natural birth. Like that was my goal was to have a natural birth. So I get there and they check me and I'm already at eight, eight centimeters. Wow. And I was like, wait, what? Like <laughs> this is happening? Like, I mean, I still, I mean, I still feel like when she was born, like I, it just, it took me a while to be like, wait, I was pregnant yesterday and now I'm not <laughs> like, this is weird. So, but it was five, I mean, like I said, it was four hours and 45 minutes and I would do it again in a heartbeat. I absolutely loved Every single, I mean, of course, like it was hard, <laughs> but I, I loved it. I mean, it was a beautiful experience. It was beautiful. I mean, it was hard, but I would, like I said, I would do it again. And I, it's crazy. I mean, postpartum, I never had any preeclampsia. My vitals were great. I was very healthy. Um, I, you know, post, I mean, like I was saying the first workout I, that I came back to the gym, IRX my first workout <laughs> and I was more like I wanted to but you know I missed RXing those workouts but Which isn't necessarily normal moral, right? right yes but, like we've already said you listen to your through the pregnancy to yes. your own body yes 
and that felt good for you Correct. that day, yes. right? Yes, I remember Brayden saying, well, maybe go like at a moderate pace. But then I kind of just wanted to go on a hard pace. And I was, <laughs> my body was sore a couple days after, but you know. You were just excited yes. to be back. Yes, yeah. yes. But I, I can say in the, for the people who are, they don't think that CrossFit is good for them, that's not good for pregnancy, I mean, look at me. I mean, I, like I said, I've only had one baby, so I can't really attest to, you know, having other children. But for everyone to think that I was going to have this long labor, and for me to even think that, and then I go into it and I have a four hour and 45 minute labor. And I mean, I, 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 I firmly believe that CrossFit helped me through this with the whole pregnancy, the laboring, everything. And being able to have it unmedicated. I mean, I took nothing. And I, didn't have, I didn't even have an IV, That's which I thought I at least would have some IV fluids or yeah. something. But yeah. I had completely nothing besides, you know, Tylenol after birth and stuff like that. Wow. But it was, yeah, I mean, CrossFit... I, yeah, I don't know what I would have done without it, honestly. Awesome. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Way to go. Thank yeah. you for your first, <laughs> first time. I know. Yeah. I know. Well, no, I think it's really important that uh, us as mothers, we, we do share, share that really positive side of birth because, like you said, there's so many negative yes. narratives out there, and it seems like people are always trying to scare people <laughs> and mm-hmm. um i i guess i always maybe because i have used the birth center every time um i usually was surrounded by those more positive uh perspectives and that really really helped me um as a when i was a first time mom but mm-hmm. even as a third time mom just mm-hmm. being so supportive and saying like you know our bodies were built for this and we can do it and it's like one of the most empowering moments of your life as a woman right and um being able to say yeah i did that and that was hard and um i rocked it you know (laughs) and same same thing with these crossfit workouts right like just having that endurance and that strength and um confidence in yourself is huge Mm -hmm. um yeah, so my birth story, um, I've always had really long labors, so I'm a little jealous of you, but <laughs> four hours, I don't know how it happened. <laughs> that sounds too fast. <laughs> it was very fast. Somewhere in between. Now, I've always labored between 24 to 36 hours, um, between like, you know, my early labor, early contractions until birth, so, um, and then I, yeah, i postpartum hemorrhaged with each birth so it's kind of expected now Um, but it's still something the birth center can handle really easily they just give you a shot of pitocin right after birth and help your uterus contract um, and stop the bleeding Uh, but because of that I um, I've been really lightheaded and dizzy those first uh, the first few weeks especially it's a slower recovery um, and I still actually have yet to be back in the gym. <laughs> I really want to go back in, but I'm trying to listen to my body. And I've been doing some um, physical therapy for my pelvic floor um, and then also some other f- fitness, kind of you could call it like medical fitness, I, I guess, through that same office um, where I've just been working one-on-one with a coach trying to build up my confidence again to get back in the gym with others because 
I don't know what it is about the up-down movements, like the burpees um, or anything. I, I get really lightheaded still yeah. to this day. Skiing, kettlebell swings, yeah, snatches. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. when I do get back, I'll have to modify things a lot. But um, okay. next month is my yeah. my goal, and the, and just working around breastfeeding schedules and <laughs> all the other kids' schedules. Yeah, you have. Difficult. You're busy. Yeah. You got three kids, and I know. yeah. It, but I want to get, get back. back, and and um. My midwife did say, like, even though, you know, even though I've been going to a, a pelvic floor therapist, like, and needing that, which is super common, and I think everyone should do it. Yeah. <laughs> just put a call out there. Other countries, it's just a standard. After you give birth, you go to pelvic floor PT. Um, but uh, she said that everything that I did while pregnant and leading up for sure helped make my situation better than it is now like I would be far worse off if I wasn't doing CrossFit while I was pregnant um if this is just I think a result of having three babies all right in a row yeah. <laughs> and putting yeah. my body through a lot with all of that so. yeah. yeah I guess uh, my advice to uh someone that is being told they shouldn't work out or like a first-time mom was you can, you certainly can, and you should <laughs> stay as active as possible because it really will help you in the long run. So, especially so. when you have winter babies, you can't do anything but go. You can't do anything outside. I mean, <laughs> going back to CrossFit after six weeks postpartum was an app. I mean, it was like I needed it. Like I was itching to work out so bad and like when you have a baby in the middle of January I mean there's nothing you can't go walk outside you can't I mean so having CrossFit back in my life like helped immensely yes awesome so yeah yeah do it mm -hmm. <laughs> anything else yeah. ladies yeah try CrossFit please <laughs> do try it CrossFit. do it now just do it yes uh Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Both of you. Maverick popped in a couple of times. That was also <laughs> awesome. Charlotte uh, slept. Both right? Charlotte and Axel. Breakout. Yeah. Had and a, Axel slept too. Had yeah. a little, yeah. wanted to make an appearance at the beginning. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> thank you good. for taking time out of your of your day to do this. This is awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah. Awesome. Glad we could do it. In case you don't know already, Lexi is one of our KFP coaches. Dr. Lexi Noel, doctor of physical therapy specializing in pelvic health. The project that we've referenced is one that she did for healthcare professionals to provide up-to-date research on why strength and cardio is important pre, ante, and postpartum. And the videos that she made with Catherine and Charlotte or to prove that training a functional movement is beneficial at any stage of life, but particularly pregnancy and postpartum. The examples were showing how a farmer's carry is simulating carrying a baby carrier, which is inevitable after delivery. Until next time, we'll be here building unbreakable humans through knowledge, ownership, and routine.